My name is Sarah Pierce, and my new novel is The Retreat. An island getaway sounds like the perfect escape from a scorchingly hot summer, but author Sarah Pierce can't resist juxtaposing a gorgeous setting with a gruesome crime. Her 2021 book, The Sanatorium, was a Reese's Book Club pick, and she's back with a new summer thriller that revisits some of the characters we met in the sanatorium. Titled The Retreat, her newest novel follows detective Ellen Warner as she unwraps the disturbing historical past and horrific present of a relaxing island getaway. I recently spoke with Sarah Pierce about her setting choices, about her character development, and more. I'm Beth Golay, this is Marginalia, and here's our conversation. Since The Retreat is a thriller, avoiding spoilers, can you give our listeners a brief description of the book? Yeah, it's kind of creepy and a quite a dark thriller, I'd say, set on a remote island off the South Devon coast, based on a sort of a, an island close to where I live, but I've fictionalised it for the novel. And on the island, we have a luxe wellness retreat. Think sort of paddle building, yoga, very relaxing things. But the island itself has a bit of a dark past. We have the fact it was home once home to a serial killer and also home to a, a boarding school for boys. And both of those, without giving any spoilers away, play a part in our novel. And we follow Ellen Warner, a British detective who we first met in my novel, The Sanatorium, as she travels to the island to investigate a case where we have a woman's body found on the rocks below the yoga pavilion. Initially, it seems to be a fall, but things aren't quite what they seem. You know, as you mentioned, the retreat is a is a follow up to your 2021 release, yeah. The Sanatorium, and it features the same main character, Ellen Warner. And there's a mention of what she went through in terms of, you know, parts of her job and, and family from earlier in her life. Mm. But do readers need to have read The Sanatorium before picking up this one? Yeah, definitely not, actually. It's something I think in terms of Ellen's character development and her character arc, as it were, it's helpful, but it absolutely can be read as a standalone. There's, you know, no need, or you could go back and potentially read the sanatorium. But yeah, it's it's fine as a standalone. So talk to me about plotting out a mystery novel or, or a thriller. Mm. You know, I'm assuming you have all of the twists and turns calculated ahead of time. But was there anything you found surprising about the developments or even the characters as you got to know them better along the way? Yeah, definitely. I think when you're plotting a thriller, as you mentioned, I think it's important you kind of have some kind of structure in place. A thriller by nature has to be quite pacey and page turning. And obviously, I think readers do expect those sort of twists and turns within the book. So it's important to know those. But definitely, as you start writing, there's not just kind of surprises for you as an author in terms of plot but also character I think actually when you're only when you're sort of first writing scenes do you get to know the characters I already knew Ellen but in this book we also have the point of view of Hannah who is one of the guests coming to the retreat almost like a bit of a family reunion with family members she hasn't seen for a while and with her I very much sort of felt her develop as the book kind of evolved and definitely sort of surprises. I think she is a character is one of sort of three sisters and is almost what I'd call the put upon sister. She's very steadfast, very loyal, doesn't really feel like she can kind of speak out of turn. And there were points in the book without giving away any spoilers where, yeah, she very much came to the fore and I hadn't quite expected her to evolve like that, which is fun as a writer. I think it's nice not to have it all laid out. Since this is like a, a mystery thriller and we do not want to give things away, I guess I should warn you that most of this interview is probably going to be about craft, if that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. Let's talk about 
setting for a moment. You know, I understand, mm. as, as you mentioned, that the setting of the novel was inspired by an island near where you live. So talk to me about the benefits of writing what you know in this respect. I mean, you're not having to take a research trip. You know this landscape. Yeah, absolutely. And I think having somewhere that you know, I think when you've been born or brought up or even sort of vacation somewhere that you know really well, you have kind of that innate sort of essence of the landscape, I suppose. For me, I could kind of almost walk the streets in my mind and the island itself from the fauna, flora and fauna, the foliage, the pines. We have pine trees here, which seems quite strange here in the UK. But yeah, you kind of know everything about that environment and that definitely helps. And I think particularly I'm fascinated by sort of local history and there were elements of that that I knew in advance that I could kind of take a deep dive into in the book, which really helps, as well as just being having that sort of visual references. I mean, I can almost look out of the window and see the island that inspired the book. And I kind of spent several days sort of with my notebook in front of the island examining looking at it and yeah hugely inspiring so it definitely helps but my next book I kind of don't know that environment so well so that might be a new challenge (laughs) (laughs) as we mentioned earlier your first book is the sanatorium and I don't know if I if we mentioned that it was a a Reese's book club selection so congratulations on that (laughs) thank you so has publishing process for the retreat differed from you know from that of your first book and and did having Reese's book club designation changed the reception of this one? Yeah, it's that's actually a really in, interesting question. I've not kind of thought about it in that way before. It did in some respects. I had the idea for this book sort of way before I knew I was a Reese's selection. So I think it took the pressure off. I suppose there might have been a panic of how do I follow that up or what do you do? But I had that kind of down, which was helpful. But yeah, I think kind of knowing that there was probably a bigger audience is quite nerve wracking. I think I had no idea that I would be a Reese's pick and sort of reach that many readers. So yeah, I think there's definitely a sense of anticipation from people, which is lovely but also a little bit frightening. (laughs) So as we mentioned Ellen your detective she appeared in the sanatorium but so did her boyfriend Will and Will is a bit more nuanced this time around his backstory begins to emerge and I'm wondering if you can talk to me about character development because I I read about your process of inhabiting your characters and it, Mm. it reminded me of Sonder which is the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own but that's yeah. true for characters too isn't it absolutely and i think one of the things i love to do with the character i really have to know them before i can write about them and i thought a long time about will's character development and i think in the sanatorium we see him very much as ellen's rock and for ellen that's great she has this one person she can rely on but in some ways he's quite one note in that sense you see uh, uh, will is this steadfast rock kind of doesn't put a foot wrong though some readers have got quite controversial opinions about Will but I'll put that to one side (laughs) but yeah they kind of he's he is that steadfast person and I think I really wanted to explore how would Ellen react when Will is this multifaceted person she realizes she doesn't know everything about him and like you say I think in in the real world we'll often only skim the surface of people and I'm fascinated by the idea that even the people closest to you who you think you know inside out there's a whole inner world there that perhaps you only see I don't know 10% of and I think, yeah, with with Will, we really see that Ellen doesn't quite know him as well as she thought she did. And I think also then for her as a character, it makes her think, should she rely so much on that one person for her confidence? We see that sort of side of her character emerge as well. So we have the three sisters, Hannah, Joe and B, and you were able to inhabit all three of these individual lives. But we only see the story from Hannah's point of view. 
The others are all kind of a different perspective. Can you talk to me about your decision of which one to tell the story through? Oh, yeah, that's another great question, actually, because all three of them were really interesting characters to me. And I think, you know, you definitely have books where you have those multiple points of view, don't you? But I think how Hannah was as a person, I felt like she needed more airtime, if that makes sense. I think she was someone that's sort of almost been taken for granted within the family. And I think that kind of very quiet personality is something I wanted to explore more. I think with V, obviously, without getting into details, you don't see so much of her. But with Joe, she's very loud. She's very out there. I think I could kind of explore her character simply through her interactions with other characters. But with Hannah, because she is this quiet person, is used to sort of almost kind of keeping her emotions quiet and playing that steadfast role. I wanted to explore what would it be like when that kind of facade, that quiet persona is sort of ripped away. And yeah, she just required more airtime. I thought she was the more interesting for me. It's a bit similar with my daughter, actually. It's interesting. She's quieter, but there's a lot bubbling beneath the surface. And that always fascinates me. (laughs) So I've seen a lot of comparisons of your work to Agatha Christie. You know, this is a locked room mystery, as was the sanatorium. And I understand that an island near where you live was the inspiration for her book. And then there were none. Mm -hmm. So are you inspired by Agatha Christie or any other writers? Yeah, no, definitely. Agatha Christie is kind of, she actually lived and grew up kind of 10 minutes from where I'm sort of sat oh, now. Wow. So um, yeah, and it's kind of swam in all of our local beaches. So we kind of grew up here with very much the sort of legacy of Agatha Christie. And I grew up kind of reading books and then watching television adaptations. So yeah, she's a huge inspiration. I love what she did with the locked room settings. And I loved how she kind of, again, the cast of characters, you don't always get to know them, but I think she manages to skewer people's foibles in a really clever way often with just how they speak how they look their manners demeanor and I yeah I found that hugely inspiring the island she used for and then there were none is kind of a little bit further afield Um, and it's like a tidal island but yeah again I just love that sort of island aspect so she has been a huge inspiration you mentioned you know some of the books that you read growing up and so this is mainly just a curiosity question for me because you um, you studied English literature in school and In the United States, when we study English literature, we study British writers and American writers. Do you do the same or do you focus primarily just on British writers? Yeah, primarily just on British writers, actually. And I did like an English literature and creative writing degree course. So it was an interesting mix. We kind of did the literature side of things and then we very much kind of did lots of writing alongside. But no, there definitely there were elements. You actually have a degree courses which are more focused on American literature. So that's almost like an add on module you can Mm. do in the side of that. But yeah, we definitely read wider. I was just trying to think I had um, a book here actually of American short stories we'd we'd looked at, which is, I can't find that now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we did a little bit, but yeah, it's mainly British. I find that interesting actually, you study a lot of British authors. Yes, yeah, we do. So the novel ends with some underlying questions, you know, still unanswered. So I'm, I assume we'll see more of Ellen's story in future novels. Yep. Do you see a long future with her? Yeah, I've definitely kind of got, in terms of her sort of emotional arc and the character and the sort of plot thread, as you mentioned, that's weaving through the two books, there's definitely a third book there where I'm kind of wrapping that story up. And then I'm sort of going to be writing a standalone, which I'm sort of quite excited by. But yeah, potentially in the future, I think Ellen's a character that will always sort of live with me. So maybe sort of further down the line, there may be sort of other cases I want to explore with her. Well, the book is The Retreat. Sarah Pierce, thank you so much for joining us. Brilliant. Thank you for having me on. That was Sarah Pierce, author of the book, The Retreat, which was published by Pamela Dorman Books. Thanks for joining us for Marginalia. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review. 
Marginalia was produced at KMUW Wichita. Our engineers are Mark Statzer and Torin Anderson. Our editor is Luann Stevens. Our producer is Haley Krausen, and our marketing assistant is Carly Cooper. This is Marginalia, and for KMUW, I'm Beth Goulet.